Welcome, I'm Julie Bacon, and you're listening to the Mindset Coaching for Handlers podcast, a podcast for dog handlers who are on a mission to achieve big goals. I will share lessons, insights, personal stories, and tools you can apply during your next show, trial, or test to help you strengthen your mental game and hopefully cue more consistently. So if you are ready to improve your competitive mindset, get out of your own way, and connect with your dog like never before, then it's time to get comfy, bring an open mind, and work your mindset. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. All right, this week we are talking about measuring success and progress and how we and how that progress and measuring progress actually can boost our confidence and our consistency and encourage us to really even work harder on the next set of goals or even process goals, whether they're outcome or process goals that we have, all right? And that concept of like never giving up or, you know, those quotes of like, you know, you realize like how close you were to succeeding when you when you gave up kind of thing. Like all of those, like insert meme here, right? I feel like there's so many memes on this. And one of the concepts that I'm going to really be talking about, I'm giving full credit to a book that I've talked about before called The Gap and the Gain. I have been listening to it on Audible and I actually would suggest that version, not only because we're all driving around, um, but because the um, there's two authors in it, and they they talk back and forth. Um, they like the one author presents the concept, and then they kind of talk back and forth about it, and it's just kind of a nice listen, I guess. So, um, but they also have a workbook. So again, I get nothing out of plugging it other than to say like it's really good for your brain. And um, so one of the concepts, one of the chapters really that they spend a lot of time on is the concept of always measure backwards. So AMB, I guess, um, always measure backwards. And what they mean by that is that, you know, without recording our progress, or they call it our gains, um, without recording our gains, our progress, we kind of forget how far that we've come. We really don't appreciate in the moment. And yes, there's an aspect to it that is about like gratitude and and all of that, but there, it's actually deeper to look backwards. And it is, it goes to the the point that all of us, especially those of us who are very competitive and, and really want things and very driving and have goals and have desires and all that kind of stuff, like we are always working forward and we are always wanting the next thing. And we might be in a struggle or in a quote rut or in a quote slump or something like that, that we are naming, that we are giving meaning to, um, which may not be true, uh, but we are giving meaning to, and we are forgetting how far we've come, right? Um, And I think that this is so important on so many levels. And kind of as I, you know, teased out in the introduction there, um, when we realize how far we've come, we give ourselves credit and it leads to confidence, but it also is very motivating. Like if I realize how far I've come, I'm more likely to keep going, right? Or I'm more likely to realize that my efforts are making a difference. And that is a very growth mindset thing, right? If we've ever listened to me talk about growth mindset before, a growth mindset basically says that with effort, Um, And effort can look like a lot of different ways, right? Skill building or, you know, maybe it's um, signing up for a coach or a rehab helper or something like that, right? But with effort, 
I can improve. That is like the basis of a growth mindset. With effort, I can improve. And those of us who are really in our sports for the long haul, right? We see like years and decades in front of us and maybe even behind us. You know, we forget what we were when we started, right? And even if we're struggling with a particular dog or a particular skill right now, we tend to forget where we were when we started. And that can be very dangerous because it can be very depressing, right? You feel like, oh my God, I'm not making progress. We should, we should, we should, we should. I mean, to me, one of the biggest clues I hear from handlers is when they start using should, because it means that they're comparing to their own expectations or to somebody else's dog or everything in between. But it's that thought of that I should be farther along. And, you know, I always, of course, am the annoying person that says, well, what does that mean? What do you think? Why do you think that? You know, and then we dig in from there. And then very quickly, I get to like, well, where did you start off? How far have you come? How much better is this this dog, this combination, this relationship, the skill, whatever it is that you're working on? How much progress have you actually made? And, you know, some people are like, yeah, but, and I'm like, no, 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 yeah, buts, <laughs> you know, um, no, yeah, buts. We're, we're going to really look at how far you've come and where you really started because in those progress points is hope, is confidence, is motivation, um, is the knowing that, yes, my efforts are paying off that with effort I am getting better or we are getting better or the results are coming, um, that we are getting closer. You know, in agility, there's that concept of like that just one thing, you know, just one thing. It was perfect except for just one thing. And, you know, what's maddening about that moment in agility, and it applies to other sports as well. It just, I, I feel like it's a more commonly used phrase in agility, I guess is why I'm saying that. But in that phrase, it's a very loaded phrase because what it really says is, well, 19 things were perfect. One thing was not. And so it's really shows to it's maddening because you know how close you are, but it's also success because you should know how close you are. Right. So it's the same coin, just two sides. Like, which side are you looking at? Right. And so by really sitting down and looking at what we've accomplished and where we are and the progress that we're making, it really is, it really feeds our forward momentum and our future success. And it also re-puts us, re-puts us, that's not a thing, but anyway, it puts us back into the growth mindset. It puts us back into the like, look how far I've come. Look how much we can do. Look how much my dog does know. Look how much better this is getting, you know, things like that. And it really does, um, it really is powerful. Okay. And so I think that's crazy important to do it. So here are some ways to do it. You know, um, we often, you know, at the end of the year, you know, in December, I talk a lot about goal setting and, and all of that for the, the coming year. And I always want everybody to start by looking back. And I think one thing that this book has challenged me with is that we have to look back more often. We don't just look back once a year and then say like how that shapes with that, with the, 
um, goal of shaping our future goals. We need to be looking back regularly. And so wherever we are right now, wherever you are, whatever date it is when you are listening to this, to both look back 90 days and then look forward 90 days um, would be a really great exercise to get into, whether you do that at the end of every month, whether you do it every 90 days, um, but to do it more often than at the end of the year when you are setting goals for the following year. Because again, I think you're doing that, I'm doing that, I was doing that with sort of different intention. I was like, okay, this is what we did this year, so therefore this is what I want to do next year. When in fact, I'm not really celebrating the progress. I'm not really saying, well, on January 1st, we were here. And oh my goodness, look where we got to by December, right? I'm not doing that. If I'm being really honest, right? I was really saying like, okay, these are the things are crossed off. And so these are the things we're going to do next year. And so and so and so. And I think that we really need to develop better habits around um, appreciating again, what this book would refer to as our gains, the things that we gained, the things that we made progress on, the things that are better or even different. You know, maybe we we thought that we were going to go in a straight line and we actually, our zigzag proved to have more progress for us, right? And so, and I think also I would want to challenge you all to apply this to other areas of your life right? I mean, yes, it's about dogs. Yes, you know, we're trying to be better handlers and more competitive and have a better mindset. Um, But I think that this probably applies throughout your life. It applies to all of your dogs. It may even apply to like retired dogs. And certainly it applies to puppies. Um, And it applies to, you know, your old comfy shoe, you know, that is just the, the, the comfortable dog to run. So I want to make sure that you are thinking about all the gains, all the progress that you are truly making and doing it in a structured way. So if we're to look back right now, the last 90 days, you didn't probably have a lot of structure around what you were measuring, okay? So it might be a little bit more of a brainstorm exercise, okay? So, but let's do it. Let's do the brainstorming. Let's look back 90 days. Let's think about what you've accomplished. You know, in 90 days, like three months, you know, if I go back, well, that's, you know, April, uh, you know, March, February, I'm like, oh, well, my specialty was in there or, oh, this other trial was in there or, um, oh, I forgot that that was in February, right? We forget our, our, our attention spans are so short. Uh, we forget that like, oh yeah, in February I did do that thing, you know, or in March I did do that thing um, just because it's already May, right? And, or at least May when I'm recording this. Um, and then now when we look forward, we think about like, okay, where do I want to be um, in July? You know, where do I want to be in July? And then you record like three things, three things for each dog, maybe three things for yourself. And the three things for yourself can be even, you know, venture outside the dog world. I don't know. Maybe you have a life besides dogs. I don't know. Um, But make sure that you write those things down in terms of what it is that you want to, and I'm going to stress this, what you want to work on, not necessarily accomplish. Accomplish says, check it off. Work on says, I want to get better at. And the truth is, if we work on getting better at things, mindset, skills, uh, handling skills, um, maybe just we want to get better at entering, you know, not being afraid to walk into the ring. You know, that's a thing, too, especially if you're just starting out. Um, You know, let's let's 
put down things we want to work on, things we want to get better at. And then 90 days from now, now we can look at those three things and we can say, did I get better at it? And maybe scale of one to 10, you got a, you got a three better at, you know, or maybe you did get a 10 better at. Um, but now you, at least you have something that you are working toward. And it, yes, you know, it ventures into process goals, sure, but it really is even softer than that. Um, and I'm using that word, I guess, specifically because it doesn't, not everything has to be so like hard and black and white and so like, would I post this on Facebook, <laughs> right? I mean, when did that become our standard of living that like, I don't know, is it real if I can't post it on Facebook? Yeah, if you are just working on, you know, um, having more patience with a dog, that's a thing, right? And no, like I would never post that on Facebook that like this month I had more patience with, with Moxie or this month I did not explode at her. Like I would, that's not like a Facebook status thing, but it might be something I'm working on. And, um, you know, so think, think about that. Soften the language so that you can just allow yourselves to get better at something. All right. Or make progress towards something. It doesn't always have to be about the destination. All right. And sometimes we trip over our goals um, because we only set these destination things, these outcome goals. And then three months from now, if we don't hit them, then, oh my God, I'm a failure, right? The last three months, the last six months, the last year have been a failure um, if I did not accomplish this thing. And again, that does not serve us. What that does is it erodes our confidence and it says that, you know, we can't accomplish things and it just fills our brains with this negative self-talk, which we know is not helpful. Like that voice in your head does not want to see you succeed, right? That voice in your head wants to be right. And that is icky. (laughs) It's so icky that you would have within your own brain a voice that doesn't want you to succeed or ha ha, told you, told you wouldn't do it. Ha ha ha. That just sounds like mean girl, right? Like this mean girl that lives in your head. So she needs to go and we need to remember to fill ourselves with like progress and not necessarily perfection, um, but that we are working and we are getting better and we are better than we were last week, last month, last year, last six months, however it is that you're measuring. Okay. And I think that's really important. So um, the other thing is, is that remember that... um, you know, here's a few things. I'm, I'm actually going to read some of these lessons that because some of them I think are quite perfect out of this workbook, which is, you know, without hope, you can't have purpose and meaning in what you're doing. And I just was like, wow, yeah, that's true. Because there's so much of what we do that is hope. And it doesn't mean, you know, I've heard the phrase, and I believe it, that like hope is not a plan. Of course, it is not a plan, but it is a feeling. It is an emotion. It is something that we believe in with a growth mindset, right? A lot of a growth mindset is the belief that we can get better, that we can improve. And there is hope in that, right? There is there is progress and hope and forward motion and good vibes in that. So don't be afraid of hope. It's just, it is not a plan, but it should be contained in your celebrations and in your um, measuring backwards. Okay. Um, And it's always easy to forget how far we've come 
And the and measuring this way allows us to see some things that maybe were negative in the moment or we thought were negative in the moment, but turned out to be a really good thing. You know, something that occurred, uh, a detour, you know, that ended up being a really positive thing. And again, if we don't go back and and look at those things, um, then we don't see the opportunity to reframe some of those moments, right? You know, um, some of it might have been like amazing feedback that you're like, oh my God, that ended up being such a turning point, right? But again, who's to know if you're not actually looking back um, and really evaluating or potentially reframing some experiences, all right? And I want to make sure that I'm distinguishing between like going back and sugarcoating. I'm not a great sugarcoater, <laughs> as you might have guessed. Um, and if you know me, you really know. But um, I'm not a great sugarcoater. I don't believe in glossing over. I don't want you to repaint some terrible experience with like, oh, it must have happened for a reason. Maybe, maybe not. But it is feedback. Again, if we're in a growth mindset, we believe that everything that's happening is feedback. And... Um, our mistakes, our dog's mistakes, our growth, et cetera, is all feedback. So I want to take it that way. I just want to make sure that we are measuring backwards and we are getting credit and taking credit and getting acknowledgement for ourselves and our dogs because our dogs truly try hard. I mean, there's very few dogs that are like, no, I'm not doing this out of spite, right? There may be a deeper reason, of course, um, which is like, feels like 10 different podcasts, but, um, you know, they're, they're typically trying for us. And so we need to be measuring backwards so that we can, um, we can see that. So one of the first things you can do right now is think back, you know, maybe if you're driving to a trial right now, just think back the next, the last 90 days, last three months, whatever, what, like, think about rattle off some of your, like your biggest wins, you know, and again, they only need to be a win to you. Okay. What were your biggest wins? And maybe it was holding it together and running really well at a trial where there was like some drama going on. Not that there would ever be a trial with drama, um, but maybe there was some like even relationship drama or something that was happening in your human world and you held it together and you went in the ring and laid it down, right? That's a win. That's absolutely a win, especially when it comes to our mindset work, okay? Um, maybe there was a win that was outcome or process goal-based. That's good too. Maybe there was a win that was just progress, you know, maybe just a really great day with your dog. Whether you cute or not, maybe it just was so much more progress toward, you know, the long game, a bigger goal that you're playing. So think through, you know, some of those big wins you know, just as you're driving, like what are the three big wins over the last 90 days? And if you want to do more, please do more. And then now think about what do you want for yourself in the next 90 days? What do you want in the future? What do you want in July when we're having this conversation or August, we're having this conversation again? What do you want to brag about? What do you want to tell me are your best wins, right? Um, take me with you on your shoulder and just, and just think like, what would I want to tell her that I just did? Or like, you know, she would be really proud. Like, let me be that positive cheerleader voice in your head that is proud of you because I am. And the fact that you're listening to this podcast tells me you're working on stuff, right? You're trying to get better and you realize the importance of like our mental game, our mindset, um, the attitude we walk into the ring with. And we wa I want you to build confidence. I want you to always be building. 
So if we're always building, then we have to build from successes. We don't build from our freight failures. We just don't. You think you're focusing on what you need to, quote, work on, but really we build from successes. And so I want you to really think about this concept of like always measure backwards and really celebrate and look at like how far you've come and maybe go get that that ice cream for you and your dog to share or something today as a as a measure of success or you know whatever way that you want to measure that but um let's just have that be the takeaway this week and as you're driving to and fro uh all the places like just kind of think about that and start to put that habit into place Okay. All right. That's your challenge for the week. And no matter what you're doing, where you're going, where you're off to, I hope you have a fantastic week with your dog. Thanks so much for listening to the Mindset Coaching for Handlers podcast with me, Julie Bacon. I am so grateful for your precious time. I would love it if you found me on Instagram or Facebook at The Q Coach and let me know how it's going. I also offer a monthly membership that's perfect for ongoing support of your awesome goals. Check out theqcoach.com for details or just stop by and check out the blog and other free content. And finally, be sure to share, subscribe, and leave a review as it helps us podcasters tremendously. Plus, I know I get my best podcast recommendations from friends. Thanks and have a great week with your dogs.